Turn with me in the book of Psalm in the 34th chapter. Got a lot going on here today. Uh, so we're, this is going to be our last message in the Heart of Worship series, and we're going straight into revival. You know that worship uh, brings revival. So our job is to continually praise the Lord. You know, actually, that's what God birthed you for, is not only to worship Him, but to, to serve Him. So if you ain't serving, uh, you need to be uh, if you're born again. Um, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be on my mouth. My soul makes it boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Say together. You know, all through the years of ministry that me and my wife have been in ministry, uh, I've had uh, one of the biggest cheerleaders in my life, in my wife's life, Mrs. Geeson in the front row. And, and let me, let me tell you, and she's only been doing ministry for about 70 years, so... Um, you won't do this on your own. Is the church awake? I said, you won't do this on your own. You better, you better be together uh, even if you don't want to be together. Because sometimes when we get in the ministry world and church world, things get a little sticky. Uh, but it's, life's tough, but it's tougher when you ain't got God. I'm going to keep preaching until you guys talk back to me. Uh, being out in the world is a, that's a, that's a deal. I sought the Lord, I'm in verse 4, and he answered me, delivered me from all my fears. It don't matter, everybody's got something they're scared of. And the dudes can look at each other and go, not me, man. You'd be surprised, Donna, what guys are really afraid of. You ever seen a guy jump from a mouse? I'm like, dude, don't do that again around here. Oh, man, that looked a little dainty. Mrs. Strain, guys are scared of things. But if you're with God, you can still... Be fearful and know that he's got you. Because some things that we go through, uh, Rick, are scary as daddies and grandpas and leaders. Uh, but I'm glad I got God on my side and you guys. Those, those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man cried out and the Lord heard him. And he saved him out of all of his troubles. The angels of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. So when it looks like I'm on my own and I'm going to do uh, the work of the Lord, I may look like I'm by myself, but being baptized in the Holy Ghost and I got the sword with me, I got the whole heavenly host when I go somewhere. I may look like I'm by myself, but you better watch it. I got the angels with me. Some of the places that we go as ministers of the gospel um, are a little uh, 
sticky. Oh, and taste and see that the Lord is good all of the time. Blesses the man who takes refuge in him. Let's pray. Lord, forgive us where we've taken refuge in things and policies and worldly things. We know, Lord God, the only true safety is being in the stronghold of the Lord. Um, God, forgive us again where we thought we had it figured out and we realized real quickly uh, how bad we need you. So bless our service today. Uh, fill us full of your spirit uh, and bless the offering. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Applaud the Lord. Let the basket come by. And I wanted to thank Terry Williams for joining our church. God bless you, Terry. I, I hollered at everybody a couple weeks ago and you wasn't here, so thank you for joining our church. I think you've been coming here for like ever. Okay. So praise God for joining. Amen. And, and I know uh, some of you guys feel like Job. Uh, that's what I'm going to preach on today. Uh, so rise with me and we'll pray over the message. And uh, after this, I want you to be thinking about what God is doing in your life. Um, and um, Lord, I want to pray for all of my friends who are out there today who feel like Job. I want to pray for those who think that you have forgotten about them. I know you haven't forgot about them, Lord. You created them in their mommy's womb. I know that they're fearfully and wonderfully made. And Lord God, I just ask that you remind your children of how Job ended up prospering at the end. And uh, I give you the glory for that and believe that for us and our families here today. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Now, hey, before you sit down, before you sit down, I'm going to ask the, uh, Mike to turn the lights down a little bit. I did this in the first two services. I'm going to do this here. And I, I'm not going to ask you to even come towards the altar right now. We're just, I just want to pray for, and I'm going to have my deacons and pastors come by if, you, if your hand's raised. And I've done this, and I really feel the movement of God uh, on this service here. So um, I'm going to ask Janet to play just a little bit of music for just a second, light in the background. And here's what my prayer is for you guys. For all of those who are, are suffering right now, I want you to raise your hand, and you need a prayer. All of those who are sick, I want you to raise your hand. And I want to have my deacons and my pastors come by and, and anoint you with oil, every single one of you that got your hands up, and we're just going to pray for you. We're going to take, watch this class, we're going to take your thing to the Lord. Uh, I said we're going to take your thing to the Lord. Um, so let, let me pray for you, and we're going to play a little music here and, and just let, let, God, let, let God be God today. And, and let me say this, maybe, you're, maybe we started the service off and you've decided to give your life to Jesus. Jesus Christ is the only one who can save a soul.
His blood is sufficient for the sin debt that you owe. David, help him pray for a few people. That's the best way in the world I know how to start off a service. If you, if you ain't born again, just to give your life to Jesus. Terry, you might go, well, what, did, what do I do to get saved? Do this with me. Give up. <laughs> just give up. Just go like this. You got me. You got me. I, got, I ran into God again. Every time I come to the church, the Holy Spirit takes over and he gives me goosebumps. And, 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 I, and there's something supernatural about God today. Here's the deal, class. You got to let him in. God will never impose his will on your life. That's not love. Troy, you got to let him in. Just let him in. Just say, and ask God today, right where you're at, say, God, do your handiwork. When we get into the story of Job today, guys, you're going to see that the bigger the ministry, the bigger and rougher the sanctification process is. Everybody likes everything that you got, but they don't want to go through what you went through to get it. Oh, I got you now. Oh, we want all that. Oh, we want what he's got. We want, we want what they got. Here's the deal. You don't want to go through what I went through. I wouldn't have signed up for it myself. Nobody's listening to me today. If God was to tell you you was going to go through some things that you went through, let me bring my wife up here so you can get a visual of what this looks like. Oh, you know what I'm saying. Oh, we'd like to have everything they have. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't want to go through it. You go, no way am I doing that. But here's the deal, guys. At this service today, you can't be afraid anymore. You got to go, you know what, God? You got, you're going to have to do whatever you got to do. And I could be talking about your children today. Do whatever you got to do to bring them to you. Because I'd, I'd rather have them chastised and then get in heaven than get in hell and just live how they want. Right. Oh, I'm preaching right. But we want our kids to feel good. Quit worrying about if they feel good. We want them born again. You know, I said... Uh, We's with some of our friends at church, and we're just going to do church like this today for a minute. We's at a retirement party, me and Vicky and Mickey and some other people from the church. And we's all looking at, at the people that we was growed up with, and they all look like us now. I'm like, what the heck, Kenny? What happened to these guys? Scotty was there. Come up here, Scott. Bring Melissa with you. Come on. I'm not going to ask you to talk. Scott can talk, though. Don't get me wrong. Mickey, come on up here. So 
see who we do ministry work with? We do ministry work with people who look just like you and I. And when we're at this party, everybody looks like me and Scott's age. I'm looking, I'm like, man, dude, what the? I said, how long have you been working down here at the street tomorrow? He said, 36 years. How old are you now? 66. It goes by quick, burger. It was so great to be with all them wonderful people. We did life together and, and the highs and the lows and the ups and downs. We love all of our friends, and I know you love all your friends. Wouldn't you like to have your friends in heaven with you? Oh, I would love to. That's why we go to those parties, to show them that Christians can have fun. I can be there. Amen. So here's my prayer for you before we start the service. Remember, as, as God is sanctifying you and drawing you closer, it's not how you start. John, it's how you finish. That's what I said at your dad's funeral. That's, say this with me, that life's rough. Dang. So what I'm saying today is I hope you finish with Christ. Let's give the Lord a round of applause. Hallelujah. Tell these guys to go back to their seat. Oh, what a weird church this is. I have no idea. Uh, I don't know how long I'm going to be here, but until God comes back to get me, I promise I'm going to be preaching the truth. Hallelujah. Uh, So I'm going to give you a couple of notes before you turn your Bible into uh, Job, and you go, where's Job? And you just go backwards from Psalm, and you're there. It's often talked about, but never probably read or not preached on too much because everybody always thinks of the bad things that Job went through, but they never talk about the end of his life and how God restored everything and doubled it. Um, Worship brings revival. Um, The successful way is the narrow way. The successful way is the narrow way. There was a man in the land of us whose name was Job. And that man was blameless and upright who feared God and turned away from evil. Mrs. Geeson, if you're reading King James like I know you are, it would say perfect. And it doesn't mean that he didn't sin, David's guy. It just means that he followed God. Nobody's perfect but Jesus. And quit saying your kids are perfect. I've seen them at the restaurant. What the heck? Them little kids running around like they ain't got sense. 
uh, there were born to him seven sons, three daughters, and he possessed 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, and 500 female donkeys, and very many servants, so that man was the greatest of all the people of the east. So back at his time, he was one of the richest guys that ever lived uh, and had all the stuff. His sons used to go to, listen to this, class. His sons used to go and hold a feast in the house. Can I tell you this ahead of time? What it is is a party. Because the last service they had trouble grasping. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm talking about a party, a slobber knocker. (laughs) Barbecuing out in the front yard, duking it out. Does anybody live in North County besides me? Okay. (laughs) That's normal stuff. And what is it about barbecuing out front? You're proud of it or what? Some people from West County are like, what is he talking about? <laughs> it's true. Each on his own day. So here it is. Uh, of each one of, on his day, they would send and invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. And when the days of the feast had run their course, Job would send and consecrate them, and he would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them. For Job said, it may be that my children have sinned. So he ran down there and did a sacrifice because he knows that the kids were sinning like the devil. Now we, now we celebrate it. Wait, watch this. We let our kids be whoever they want to be. Ah, we just let them go. Back in the Bible times, they used to offer a sacrifice for the way the kids were living inside the house. Where's the amen section at the church today? What he's saying is, I'm a sacrifice for them heathens. Otherwise, they're fixing to go to hell. Oh, it got quiet, didn't it? Thank God we live in the New Testament under grace, Amen. That's why your family needs to be safe. Because you know some of them are out there sinning like the devil. Don't look at your shoes. (laughs) Say say this with me so we can get it over. They're doing pretty good. No, they ain't. Amen? Just text them right now and tell them to watch this message. They're, Ashley, they're down there doing a sacrifice for the sins the kids were committing inside the house. Thus Job did continually. That means he was doing it over and over again. Thank God he had a lot of livestock. They're catching on now. I mean, if we lived in the Old Testament, dude, they would be following me around with a tractor trailer. Slaughter another turtle duff. Amen. Do you understand that there's always has to be a sacrifice of blood for sin? But Jesus' blood was the only one that would remove it. Old Testament just covered it until Jesus came. Look at your neighbor and say, Jesus came. Thank God for that. Amen. Now you're getting warmed up a little bit because I'm mowing your lawn. That's why. 
Now there was a day, uh, verse 6, now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came uh, among them. The Lord said to Satan, from where have you come? Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro the earth, and I'm walking up and down on it. Now let me tell you something. Satan can't do anything unless God gives him permission. He may be the kingdom of the air, but he can't. he's on a short leash. And whenever God jerks his chain, he's got to respond. And I say it's time to put the dog back on the chain here in America. Can I get a witness? Hey, hey. And the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? That there is none like him on earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, does Job fear God for no reason? Have you put a hedge around him in his house and all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands and the possession. He said, listen, he said, if you take the hedge off of him, he'll fold up like a lawn chair. Job's got staying power. Now we're going to get into the middle. I can't preach on 42 chapters, so I'll try to do it here quickly. So in the midst of this, well, let's just go to, I'll tell you, one of his real cheerleaders is his wife, if you know the story. Would you like to be married? You thought your marriage had problems. <laughs> Ask me, say, Pastor, tell me about Job's wife. Oh, she's a piece of work. And somebody, somebody at a Baptist church needs to go, oh, girl. <laughs> Mrs. Gason, oh, girl. <laughs> so everybody's against Job and just going, I forget it. Quit walking with the Lord and all this kind of stuff. His, 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 his homeboys are giving him bad advice and the whole nine yards. So here's what his wife starts out the conversation in 2.9. She says, then his wife said to him, do you still hold fast to your integrity? Curse God and die. Did you teach that in the Bible study? <laughs> Just curse God and die. Forget about him. See, it's easy to, to praise Jesus when you're inside a church where the temperature's set correctly and the chairs are comfy and the coffee's hot. But put, but put a little something in the middle of it and everyone, oh, oh, oh. Just you need to forget about your faith for a minute. Here's the deal. Don't ever forget about your faith because your faith is the only thing that's going to see you through. It, it's impossible to please God without faith. Tell your neighbor to get some. Um. You know, Genesis 2.18 says that your wife's supposed to be the suitable helper. She must not have read that. So along the ways, if you was to follow along in the other 40 chapters, his guys tell him to forget, you know, this and forget that. And he's going through. So remember, the bigger the ministry, the more sanctification needs to happen. And 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 you have to have faith to stand through this. And and and. House collapse, the servants die, his kids die, and cattle's gone, a whole nine years. It sounds like a country song, doesn't it? Go to Job 42. So he goes through all this stuff, and then you find out at the end of Job's life, which most people don't know, God blesses him for his faithfulness. 
42.10. Here we go. And the Lord restored. And the Lord restored. See, that's why I was telling you, John, it don't matter how your family members, your family members start, it's how they finish. Because let's be honest, some of you guys were born and you're not, you weren't quite as holy back then as you are now. And all the dudes are like, oh yeah. God restored, the Lord restored the fortunes of Job when he prayed for his friends and the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had. Then came to him all his brothers and sisters and all who had known him before and ate bread with him in his house. See, you know, it's easy to have friends when you got a lot of money and you're buying the cocktails. This one over big in Troy, I don't know. See, when you got a lot of money and you go, you're, at least when you're buying all the drinks, everybody's around you. But when you're going through something every, and you got boils and you're sitting in sackcloth and ashes and your kids have died, all of a sudden everybody burns out. They're like, man, I ain't getting around that guy. We want to be around good time Charlie with the Harley. But now he's, he gets it all back and the friends start coming around again. Just say amen. Let's see what he says here. So, so God is obviously faithful. Say that with me. God is faithful. So he watched all this stuff that, that Job was going through, and he, and he stayed with the Lord all through his heartache and all through that. And you may be going through that right now. You go, I can, and, and your friends go, I can't believe that you're, you know, you're there in church, and you know what God did. And what kind of, say this with me, what kind of God? Yeah, they always do that. And then you throw in whatever it is. Somebody died. What kind of God would take your daughter? What kind of God would allow? What kind of God? Here's the deal. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever would believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's what kind of God we got. He did something about your situation. He sent his one and only son. He loves you that much. And if you decide not to decide today, you made a choice. But my prayer today is that you make a decision for Jesus Christ. Because I'll tell you right now, later's too late. And I told you something about being at that retirement party. Everybody's hair gets gray if you stay alive long enough. They showed him sympathy and comforted him for all the evil that the Lord had brought upon him. And each of them gave him a piece of money and a ring of gold. And the Lord, listen to all the stuff he gets here. And the Lord blessed him in the latter days of Job more than the beginning and had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen, 1,000 female donkeys. And he had also seven sons, three daughters. And he called the name of his first daughters, Jeremiah. So on and on this goes that God has blessed him more than what he started with. And you might ask yourself, when's my ship coming in? 
I'm glad you came to this service because I got an answer for you. And I'm going to ask you to rise up as I read this out of Hebrews for you. And, it's all, and I just want you to plug this in. It's all about faith. Just say that it's all about faith. I can't see it, but I know, I know he, didn't, he didn't come here and drop me off and leave me here like an orphan child. He's going to be with me through all of this stuff. He was with Job. He was with the Rankins. He's with all of you guys, and he's going to do something supernatural, spectacular in your life if you have staying power. Oh, it's easy to go back out in the world. Ah, to hell with it. We're just going to go back out there. And then once you get back out there, if you're tired of dancing with the devil, God will take you back. You know, God is faithful all the time, not just at this church, but all over the world. And here's what I found out about God in my short 24 years of being a Christian. You find out where God's working and get on board with him. Because it's a heck of a ride. And you're going to have to put your faith in something today. Let's bring them house lights down. Just a fuzz, Mike. You're going to walk out there and have faith. When you put your key in your car, it's going to start. You plug in a lamp that it's going to light. And for all of you guys that are here and, and tuned in on live stream, if God would just show me a sign, I would give my life to him. Well, here's the sign. He's using a guy like me to bring the message to a person like you. Hey, hey. And before I get into this, I want to tell you something, Terry. I was at a basketball game yesterday. I was watching my kids and my grandkids, and we was running all over the place. And a guy asked me from behind me, he said, hey, man, he said, I got to ask you a question. He goes, do you preach the whole thing? I said, boy, howdy. There's nothing that can stop the power of God. Nothing. So here it is. This is your action verses to hopefully a conviction. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. For by it the people of old received their commendation. By faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God. That means God spoke and the earth came into existence. He don't have to consult with any politicians. They don't need to have a meeting. They don't need to spend any money. God just speaks. Watch this, Bruce. And things happen. Tell your neighbor to watch out. God speaks and things happen. He doesn't need a church committee. He don't need a denomination. 
My God is almighty and all-powerful. And his spirit dwells in the house today. Glory to the Lamb of God. By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, through which he was commended as righteous. God commended him by accepting his gifts, and through his faith, though he died, he still speaks. I was watching a video last night. I'm just enamored of how great a preacher Billy Graham is and was. He said, do you realize when you take your last breath here, you're going to go someplace? The true person who you are, your soul or your spirit, however you look at that, will be someplace, one place. And here's the problem. My Bible only speaks of heaven or hell. So you're going to go somewhere. You got to figure out where it is you want to go. And and you might be a young person here go, I'm going to decide later. Let me tell you something, class, later's too late. You got to decide today. Have you seen what's going on out in society now? People are being run over. They're being shot. All kinds of craziness. We're legalizing anything. I was driving down the highway yesterday and I told my wife, I said, there's a billboard that said you can get mushrooms at the pot store now. There's a good idea. Talk amongst yourselves there. Now look at me. Would you want them people operating on your children? Would you want them driving school buses? Just because it's legal doesn't mean it's right. Hey, guys, we're not at a clown show. This isn't the circus. This is a New Testament church driven by the power of the Holy Ghost. And we're going to tell the truth until he comes back to get us. And you wonder why we're in the problems we're in right now when everybody's running around there hiring a Georgia Pine. Oh, we can't believe that they're running over people and killing people. What do you mean? They're stoned out of their mind. Kids. On your dime. We need to repent what we need to do. America needs to repent for the sin that's going on. Well, I got two verses, so hang on. Verse 5, by faith Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death. And he was not found because God had taken him. Now before he was taken, he was committed as having pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. Impossible, that means you can't do it. You can't dance around in your churches, Diane, enough and help old ladies cross the road enough to please God. Only by faith is the way you can please Almighty God. That means you got to stand. When the boat is rocking, you need to remember that the anchor still holds. 
despite the storm. Oh, we're going to get there. So all I want to talk to today is people that has a life going on right now as we speak where the boats are rocking. Just, just it's, it, it's, it's getting pretty dang turbulent, to be real honest with you. I only want honest people to come towards the, towards the altar today. Just go, man, I got some things going on. It's, the, the boat's rocking a little bit. Make your way down. There you go. Just come on down. Don't walk in this church and act like you got it all together. And what we're going to do is we're just going to pray for you. And what you need to tell your, your neighbor and tell your friend is the anchor still holds. Tell him that right now. The anchor still holds. Tell him. The anchor still holds. Terry, it don't matter what's going on. Isn't it so awesome to be in a church that still believes in the power of Jesus? Yeah. And I want you guys to just stay here and pray a little bit here. And then what I'm going to ask first before I pray for you is maybe you've walked in this church and you've never accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. I was so happy when Donna Wood told me that she led her brother-in-law to Jesus two days before he passed away. He's 11th hour God. He can save your soul any place as long as you got breath in your body. What, what, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world yet forfeit his very soul? Who cares how much stuff you got? You ain't pressing God with your shiny objects. The last, you could have like the last second and you could repent of your sin. But why wait when you could do it now? So if that's you and you want to receive Jesus today, I'm just going to pray for you. Would you slide your hand up so I know who I'm praying for today? Whether it's whoever it is, just right there. I'm going to pray for you right now in the name of Jesus. Those who need to receive Jesus today, Lord God, I pray that you would show yourself to that man and that woman right there where they're at, Lord God, that they receive Christ as their Lord and Savior into their heart. And then my prayer is that you help them live for you. Ask him in your heart. Say, God, come into my heart and make me a new creature in Christ. I want to be born again. I want to, I want to, I want to walk with you. I want whatever moves your heart, I want it to move mine. What a great prayer that is. And then we're going to pray for you and we're going to pray for your children and your grandchildren right here and now. There ain't a better prayer in the world than praying for your kids. Let's just pray for them right now together. And if you're there in your chairs and you got children or grandchildren, just pray for them right where you're at. Father God, I just want to pray right now for my brothers and sisters that are here. They need help because the boat's rocking. Church, I said the boat's rocking, but they need to know today that the anchor still holds. God's grace is sufficient. In our time of turbulence. And Lord God, today we want to stand united and lift up our children. Church, do you have any children today? 
you love them. You love them so much. But watch this, mommy and daddy. God loves your children more than you do. And he loves your children so much that he sent his one and only son to die on the cross so that they could be saved today. Somebody ought to shout about that. Praise God. That's a breakthrough. Amen.